Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When a 17-year-old black girl disappears from Selma, Alabama in the summer of 2010, no one can believe it. The shocks reverberate throughout the community, leaving a lingering thought in everyone's mind. How can a girl just disappear without a trace? After the teenager's vehicle turns up, abandoned on the side of the road, two hours after she goes missing, the search for the missing teen begins, unearthing mysterious clues to her possible whereabouts. I'm your host, Nisa. Welcome to the Lost Crimes Library podcast. This is the story of the mysterious disappearance of Tarasha Benjamin. Tarasha Benjamin is making her way out the door as she says goodbye to her mother, Regina. It's around 9.30 a.m. on June 26, 2010 in Selma, Alabama, and 17-year-old Tarasha has plans for her day. She wants to spend some time at the flea market, but Tarasha needs to borrow her mother's friend's car for the trip, so she asks Talisha Given if they can take her car. Talisha agrees and decides to join Tarasha. Tarasha hops into the driver's side of the SUV with Talisha in the passenger seat, and they drive off. As Tarasha makes her way to the flea market, Regina, Tarasha's mother, can't help but get this uneasy feeling. Tarasha goes to the flea market every Saturday, but to Regina, something about this time felt off. She could feel it in her body. Mother's intuition kept telling her that something bad was going to happen. On her way to the flea market, Tarasha makes a quick stop at a yard sale and meets with a relative so the relative can borrow Tarasha's cell phone and make a call. At first, Regina pushes the feelings of worry down, possibly thinking she was just overreacting. But she can't hold it down for long because around 11 a.m., she begins to call everyone she knows, looking for her daughter. It had been around an hour since Tarasha left, and Regina hadn't heard from her daughter, and this makes her worry immediately. On one of the phone calls, a cousin tells Regina that they remember seeing the SUV Tarasha was driving that morning on the Cecil Jackson bypass. This same cousin also tells Regina they later saw the car Tarasha was driving, which was a gray Mazda Tribute, sitting on the side of the road abandoned, not too far from the flea market, facing the opposite direction. 
and things get even more mysterious when the owner of the Mazda shows up at Regina's home looking for Tarasha around 1 p.m., the same day Tarasha is missing. Apparently, somewhere along the journey, Tarasha and the Mazda owner, Talisha, went separate ways, but she tells Regina that she doesn't know what could have happened to Tarasha after they parted ways. No one even knows if Tarasha has made it to the flea market. At this point, Regina officially calls the police and reports her daughter missing. A group of Tarasha's family members go to the abandoned vehicle. When they search the car, they note that it looks like someone had searched the car already. The driver's side windows were missing and the door handle on the driver's side had clearly been broken. According to Regina, the vehicle appeared to have been rifled through, with items from the car thrown out of it and laying on the side of the road near the car. More information begins to pour in. A family friend informs Regina that they saw Tarasha driving the Mazda on Small Street at 10.30 a.m. on the day she disappeared, but lost sight of her as she drove around the corner. And several witnesses come forward and tell police that they remembered seeing Tarasha at the flea market. So the question of whether or not Tarasha actually made it to the flea market that day was resolved. It appeared that she had. But the question remained, if she went to the flea market as planned, what happened after that? Where did Tarasha go? After Tarasha is reported missing by her mother, the search truly begins. Dive teams are ordered to search local bodies of water, and officers are tasked with doing door-to-door -door interviews, looking for any possible witnesses. But despite this, no clues to her whereabouts ever come up during the search in Canvas. Selma is a small town. People know of Tarasha Benjamin, and they know Tarasha to have a good reputation. That's why when she first goes missing, it's such a shock and so hard to believe. Tarasha isn't the type to run away, and no one can fathom the idea of someone wanting to harm Tarasha. Even though leads are few and far between, local community members still search for Tarasha in the coming days, weeks, and months, hoping to find answers of what could have happened to her that June day. Local residents search the city on multiple occasions, even chasing down leads of possible human remains being buried behind a property. But in the end, their search efforts churn up nothing, and the investigation hits a brick wall. Sadly, the disappearance of Tarasha isn't the only tragedy that Regina has had to endure. Tarasha was Regina's youngest child. However, Tarasha once had two older sisters, but they died tragically in a house fire when they were three and four years old. Also, Regina's husband, Tarasha's father, went missing just a couple of years before Tarasha did. After searching for weeks, his remains were located behind a restaurant in Selma, but it is still unclear what happened to him. Over the years, not much has changed with the case. No leads, no suspects or persons of interest, and no Tarasha. Regina has fought hard for answers about her daughter's whereabouts. She tries to get as much attention to the case as possible, but she needs more help. In 2017, Regina believed that her daughter could be alive and well, living outside of the Selma area, possibly in Florida. Over the years, there have been many leads suggesting that Tarasha was in Florida somewhere. Regina has even traveled from state to state, never giving up on her daughter, searching for her. 
Authorities have concluded that they don't believe Tarasha is still in the local area, as extensive searches turned up no sign of her. Throughout the investigation, there has been speculation that Tarasha may have been the victim of human trafficking, specifically sex trafficking. There's also talk that maybe someone Tarasha was dating at the time could be a person of interest in her disappearance. However, this person has not been named publicly, and there isn't any information that I could find that presents any theories or motives for why someone would want to hurt Tarasha. According to Tarasha's relatives, it's extremely uncharacteristic of her to leave without warning, and foul play is suspected in her disappearance. Selma police officials say they are still looking for Tarasha, but that they need information from the public to help them move the investigation forward. When she disappeared, Tarasha Benjamin was about 5 feet 2 inches tall and weighed 125 pounds. She has black, dark brown hair and brown eyes, and she was known to wear colored contacts. Tarasha was last seen wearing blue jean shorts, a turquoise and lime green shirt, gladiator sandals, possibly silver, and was likely wearing a silver necklace. She also has a tattoo of the words Pooh Bear, or Pooh, on her right shoulder, as that was her nickname. Her case remains unsolved. However, anyone with information about her case is encouraged to contact the Selma Police Department at 334-874-2134 or their local authorities. The agency case number is 10-062-7002. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by leaving a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Lost Crimes Library pod. Before you go, make sure you hit the follow button because new episodes drop every Wednesday and you won't want to miss it. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.